Bless Their Hearts, the Southern Charm Savannah podcast. I am Zach Dennis here with Will Peebles and Nancy Fulbright, and we are just as nervous as they come right now <laughs> because it is the season finale, possible series finale, question mark? From of, your lips to God's ears. Of, please, of Southern Jesus. Charm Savannah. <laughs> and guys, it's I tried to do as much as I could in the recap, but... This was this was something else. This was a true masterpiece of just what was going on. It was good reality TV. That was the first thing that I told uh, both of you guys when I came in today. Is like the editing, everything. It was on point. Like the the music was there. I don't know. It was good reality TV, as far as I'm concerned. But was it a good finale? Because this is the last episode of the season. Because this, to me, this this would have been an amazing. Like if this was episode four or five, right? This would have been. I've been like, all right, here we go. We got a couple more left. This left, I don't know who was editing this thing, but they left us at the end in half a scene. Like, we were halfway through a scene, and it was over. Like, there was no, at least there was no semblance of conclusion. I think that's as far as they could get. I think if the gold-dressed girl had been introduced in episode four and teased that out, that would have been great reality TV. Some cat fights, cat-cat fights. Mm. I mean, come on now. But no, instead, we were left, you know, hanging which which we've been left hanging both physically and in, in in a season sense because as we teased last week guys we were supposed to have you know everyone's favorite guy from last week Louis Louis uh, Oswald he's the on best the, that guy's the best I tell you what man Louis um, should just top the power rankings every we, we should we should go back and rewrite I mean, the maybe that's books. why he didn't want to come is because you continually have him at number 876 Yeah we and did I, we did have him coming in today and but. I called the ending of the episode as flaccid as his love life Oh oh snap I read that and I loved it Jesus Jeez. <laughs> I thought Nancy was going to be the one going hard on him. Yeah. Well, let's go, let's go through the power rankings before we dig into our, our guest who did not show up. I got the power rankings for the entire second season. Number one, our boy, always number one, Brandon. Brandon. Number two, getting a nice little cameo in the finale, but number two is Bruce. Yes. Number three, anytime Bruce and Brandon were together. It's magical. It, it was it, it, it like beginning and end. They really... they they. They kind of tail end the whole season. Number four, Haygood. She was here last week. We, I thought she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got a, you know somewhat of a conclusion. It seems like to her storyline, but I mean I don't know. I, I guess we feel more complete because we kind of talked to her. The show really didn't offer a, a conclusion to her storyline, but after talking with her, I think last week we can say that she is in a good place. That she's moving forward with what we kind of saw. Uh, number five, I have Daniel. I'll get into them trying to end his little side plot with his dad in a little bit because that was that was bad. Um, number six, I'm still thinking about those oysters at Haygood's house. Yeah, those looked th- those are still just a plus. Uh, number eight, the paintball match still looks like a hell of a lot of fun and, and probably should have happened maybe like r- really early on or on the actual boat during the finale. Yes, yeah, a good way to <laughs> inflict pain on people that you don't like. Number nine, Hannah's friend still standing out. Robin making a nice little appearance mm-hmm. in this last episode. Number 10, but, but judging from ha- this seat to the right, you know, to the right of me being empty, I'm going to make it now number 110, Louise. Ooh, and number... 13,450 <laughs> is Lyle and Catherine. Bless their hearts. Because Bless their hearts. They, 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 that's the reason why this podcast is named the way it is. Nancy, I'm going to start with you and just ask, 
what the hell were we supposed to make of this ending with those two? Because they've, regardless of what anybody's wanted to say, this they've been the core of this entire show, this entire season. They have been the core of it. They've been the least interesting part of it to me because it's just stagnant. And I still, I mean, I you know, when we got to the end of the episode and we got the little recap of where everybody is, you know, I thought, at first I thought, oh no, I'm not going to get my wedding special, but... Yeah, I, th- I still think it could happen because Catherine says they're still working things out. So I think in another 16, 17 years' time, they're still going to be together. They won't it's, be married. They will have never lived together. I think they make pillows for that in Japan. Like she could order one of the – like Hey could pick one up for her That's while true. she's in Japan. God, we're, just, and then, we're writing it for you, and, Bravo. Yeah, and then they could, put, <laughs> they could put a little, you know, hair that's kind of lost on the top of it. And there you go. You have Lyle. Oh, she can marry it. She could. That's her spinoff, right? What there. did What did y'all think about the the big reveal with the box? Jesus, it was so dumb. I mean, I, like I said last week, I knew it wasn't going to be a ring. I knew she. I, I kind of questioned my judgment when she was talking to her parents, right? Because they were again. Also, I think I think Lyle or uh, not Lyle, but Big Cat and Cat's dad. Mm-hmm. I think they should be on the power rankings every week. Too, I do too. I, I love them. I think they're great. I think they are great. But yeah, they were telling about their whole little love story mm-hmm. where they just eventually had to, you know, he's like, I'm going to Denver. And mm-hmm. she's like, wait, I'm coming. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. That Maybe that's how this is mm-hmm. going to work. And I was like kind of pulling for Cat and Lyle for the first time ever. And it was solely because of them. And then, of course, in a way that only the season could end, we still ended in flux because right. Lyle was like, I'm not as nervous as they come right now. Didn't and then he didn't take the key or he took the key, but he didn't move in with her as right. we learned in the little right. after credits. He goes now and apparently he's that, like, that's a little bit too much of a commitment after sixteen like, years. Like Brava, did you not have this footage? Like why are we getting, watching a Microsoft PowerPoint in this season? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like they they finished the editing. and They were like, all right, we're ready to edit episode nine, wrap up the season. They were like, oh wait, hey, we only had we're only got eight episodes. Oops. And then they said, uh, somebody get some stock music and I'll make a PowerPoint. It'll be fine. <laughs> When the PowerPoint, the thing about it, all of the interesting things that built up over the episode where you got Louie just going full hashtag alpha male, and then you got uh, like Lyle and Kat like bickering, and or not bickering, but being like happy again and kind of like working in, in a friendy sort of way. And then afterwards, they just undo it all with a 30-second PowerPoint and some stock music that they just found. And it's like, what was the show for? Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. I would say it ended. Again, as flaccid as Louis' love life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> poor Louis. But was it poor Louis? No. Well, you know how I feel about that. I'm saying that tongue in cheek. Yeah. No, not poor Louis. Because let's 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 let's, let's go back to poor, to poor little Louis yeah, there. Bless us. Uh, and, and and specifically poor little Louis because it seemed like little Louis was the one doing the talking for the most. <laughs> You know, for so 20 got, minutes of that episode. All right, so as far as personas go, just so our listeners at home keep up, we got Louie, which is a standard, typical human Louie. Human-like. Yeah. Yes. And drunk uh-huh. Louie, which is Lou. Big, Lou, right? Yeah. Big Lou. Like yeah. he's on the bathing suits, the Speedos, yeah. full yes. Lou. I remember yeah. that from yeah. the first Turks and Caicos episode. Now we got Lil Louie. And, yes. and I think you guys can fill in the blanks on, right. on who Louis, little Louie is. But can little Louie fill in the blanks? Oh, sorry. Uh, oh. <laughs> sorry. Bada Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> No, he because we, we we pick up literally where we left off the last week. He you know yelling you're asexual to to Hannah, them saying oh I don't know if we can do this, and then we we pretty much start with uh, with one of my favorite quotes of the episode is Lyle going, "You're not a genius, but you're not an asshole." <laughs> 
and then everybody except for Hannah getting on the the van back to mm-hmm. the to the house. They get back to the house. Everybody's just doing their thing, getting ready for this dinner. Lord help these poor this poor chef and sous chef. Oh yeah, the, those two are just like what tornado do we just walk into? And Catherine's actually being helpful. Catherine's being helpful. <laughs> Hannah shows up. Then then Louis says that and and I'm gonna go. I'll be bleeping myself out. Yes. But he says that he's going to out of some which I'm going to have to bleep a lot for that but and then leaves That's charming leaves the house proceeds to get lost for a while because Lyle's looking for him has that corona extra in his hand you know he's 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 ready to go and then returns to the house gets gets into another fight with Hannah while they're starting the meal where he's talking about not getting uh some some little Louie attention as we mm-hmm. could say and then we in, we we go to the din- the dinner, which leads us into back in Savannah. So what, what, that whole chain of events, what did you guys okay, think of it? Here's my question, and it made you think when they when Louis comes back when he runs off when he's got, first going to look for the and Turks and Caicos, and then he comes back. <laughs> And they were sitting there kind of starting their dinner. Could they all hear what was going on? I didn't know if that was clever editing or not, but their faces sure looked like it did. Yeah, because it's like, either either way, I mean, he's not there, and it's like night two, he hasn't participated in the birthday soiree. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what is he doing? I mean, it was a level of aggression that I, mean, I was already kind of surprised. You, you know how I felt last week after he said she was asexual on the boat. I'm like, yeah. whether she is or isn't. I wouldn't be calling someone out on national TV for that. And then to say the things he did in this last episode, I'm like, were you not aware cameras are there? Yeah, your mama's probably watching. He even had to have one of those moments where a producer's like, hey, you got to come back. Yeah. The fourth wall had to <laughs> yes, come yes, down yes. in yes. order for Louis Which to- I really appreciated because I was like, hey, at least we have something. Like, we have to intervene somehow because it's getting so dramatic because that's never been the case, in, at least mm-hmm. with this season. Yeah, it was awesome. And I, like, again, hats off to Bravo for this episode. People who did the editing on this who just get like a blip of. Uh, cr- like credit mentions like I'm sorry that that's all you get because whoever found that dang steel drum music that was like it was music nerd it was like a, a minor key and it was super <laughs> like tense and creepy but it was still like steel drums which is a very happy sounding instrument like, like I think of Little Mermaid when I think of steel drums <laughs> but it was like doom, 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 doom. And I, I don't know that was you couldn't have matched a tense island scene where this dude's just having a meltdown uh-huh. in Turks and Caicos any better. So again, hats off, hats off. Well done. God. And the dinner, the dinner was, I love that. I love that so much. I don't know mm-hmm. if they were actually be able to hear them talking, but I, I like it. to imagine that they, they were able to hear it. I love that so much. That mm-hmm. was, that was probably like one of the top moments in the whole season. for me. And that's, and, and I'm not, I'm not like disagreeing at all. Like this was easily like, fantastic moment for the entire season it just felt like this should have been that this should have been what the that christmas gingerbread house Mm -hmm. episode was because everything else was just so tame up to this point if this was the halfway point i feel like we would have a much more interesting you know tail tail end of the season because we would have well who's this girl who lyle's with what's Mm -hmm. what's Catherine gonna do we had the insinuation that louis was cheating on Mm -hmm. hannah and that kind of dissipated very quickly. Like there was a going back to, to Daniel, we had the, Daniel's storyline with his dad going, you know, you need to be doing the family business. You need to be listening to, to what I need to do. Over five years. We, we had this whole build up to it. There, we, we, we talked about it over the past few weeks. It's been one of the better moments of the season in terms of narrative drama. And it, 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 it ended in a dad, you know, I really want to do this. 
you know, I came around to that point. You're right. And then they hug. Are you kidding me? Well, Are you freaking kidding me? I'm on the Georgia Queen. I can't tell you no on the Georgia Queen. No. That's right. No, you can't. Well, no, what would have been interesting to see is the fallout. And had Louie been here today, if he had not wussed out on us, uh, I would have asked him, how did you get Hannah back? That's what everybody wants to know. Because we, we, because, we, yeah, they're good. They're in a good spot. So they had had that scene in the middle of the of the season, and then had you know him trying to woo her back. That would have been some good drama. Well, and and we we had her on the podcast. We chatted with her. She said that they were in a good spot. You know, it's it, it it's 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 interesting. I would have uh, I kind of wanted would like to have Hannah back to recap mm-hmm. a lot of this Turks and Caicos stuff. Yeah, I feel, I feel like we got her too early. Yeah. Hannah, I, if you're listening, which I I we I hope you are, please give us a call. We would love mm-hmm. to we'd love to do a a postseason recap thing with you. But again, it just. Uh, this just would have been a fantastic w- halfway, but as a as a capper, as a cap off, it just was not good, and it was it was just poorly managed. It it it, it seems like they just had too many ideas in the pot and didn't know how to focus any of them because at the since it's over, like do you feel like anything anything got any sort of resolution? Did any of the storylines? from any of the people not just the relationships get any sort of resolution i don't think the relation either of the relationships did i think like you said hey goods did and um daniels did and brandon's just brandon is what is what Bra- brandon is brandon, as as brandon said they should they should have been dating men anyway mm-hmm. um no well hey goods did to an extent but because at the same time they were like well you need to go back to the farm and I think she talked a little bit about it at the party, but then with with Lou, with Lyle's mystery woman, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't like she. There was never, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Other than with Daniel, and that just felt half-assed. But what I'm hoping with Haygood's storyline is, and I have a list of spinoff ideas. Yeah, that's <laughs> teasing my top spinoff idea, which is Haygood goes to Japan. That is, I'm I, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm down with that, especially if she buys a. a a boy pillow for Catherine to marry <laughs> that she can call Lyle pillow. <laughs> well, let's go, let's go to the, uh, let's go to the, the, the spinoffs. We can, we can hit some, uh, we haven't done any, uh, any, you know, segments recently since we've had guests. So I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Let's start off with the, uh, okay. The so that was number one. Um, you know, I've been talking about a Lyle and Catherine wedding special and I still think that could happen because I don't think they're out of the woods yet. Do it like a, do, we'll do it like punked and they don't know that they're about to get married and yeah. just bring I them out. I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I'm bro, about as nervous as they come again. Oh, Lord, Bravo. I am, so I am nervous. ordained. Just call me. I'll do it. I'll do it. Happily. Now that we know that Hannah and Louie are together, I was thinking we could do a Hannah and Louie wedding special and at the end a la the graduate dustin hoffman you get daniel banging on the wind window hannah Hannah! and then they get on the bus and then that starts my third spinoff idea the eat pray love but he does it with hannah and then she realizes that she's been in this shit-tastic you know relationship all along and she has daniel's baby please have daniel's baby um and then we cut to uh uh, Midnight Cowboy Dustin Hoffman and Louis in New York just scrounging around, God. yelling at people on the street, going, "I'm walking here!" As he's trying to find the, <laughs> he's trying to find some Pima. Get out of his way. My other idea is to do a like wife swap, Hannah and Louis and Lyle and Cat. They just you know swap wives, swap girlfriends for the day. That would require they actually live together after dating for four thousand years. I mean, but I know that's crazy talk. But yeah, so a wife swap spinoff and then you know you know who i have to say Catherine grew on me 
over the season. She just she had these crazy facial expressions like, huh? um, I think a cat and Brandon spin off. Yeah. I mean, because I used to say every single girl, and really every girl, whether you're single or not single, needs three things to get through life. A dog, a pickup truck, and a gay best friend. <laughs> so just like, you know, if she could add a dog to the mix and a pickup truck, pickup truck you already got brandon i like that and they could do fashion shows around savannah honestly that would be fine because if if we can just get Catherine away from wild it was just them together that was just driving Mm -hmm. you up a wall Mm -hmm. so it's like if we can get them if it was her and brandon that'd be you got bruce sliding in there every once in a while Mm -hmm. it'd be it'd be a perfect Mm -hmm. spinoff so those were my spinoff ideas that is true i also want to because we've you know we've we're not shy about our, our affection for both Haygood and Brandon as our favorite characters. And I just want to say as the, you know, as part of the bless their hearts podcast that I was just grief stricken that I did not see them get a, this is what they're doing now. segment at the end of that. Yeah. They did not get a part in the PowerPoint. Like, well, how is Brandon doing? How is Haygood doing? How is Daniel doing? Here's, yeah. here's my thought on that. I think that, and I know it, it can be debated either way, but I think that that was, kind of to cue us up for season three because we know that things have changed if there is a season three because it also could have been just giving us a rundown since all right the series is over you're not going to get any more stories about these people you might as well get a here's where they are now mm-hmm. and i think that the reason that that came for either side of that argument is that their are the, they, their stories are the ones that have changed since the end of Ooh. filming you know because mm-hmm. like brandon and haygood and daniel haygood's I don't know. We didn't ask her if she went back to the farm, but I presume she didn't unless she drove down from South Carolina to mm-hmm. come talk to us. Well, she seemed to be, I mean, she, she talked to us a little bit just about, um, she was doing her, she was doing her art st- still. She was trying to, you know, paint those, yeah. those rice fields. Um, mm-hmm. she was still, she was still making the sake. Like it, it was something that was going to be coming out later this year. So she's clearly still, uh, improving on all the things that we hinted at over the course of the season. So. R- right. And that kind of, uh, that's kind of where it ended for her. And mm-hmm. like, albeit, I don't think Haygood's, Sake was as much of a central revolving point as either of the relationships were. I think the relationships were kind of what the show was about, and everybody else was kind of, you know, color characters mm-hmm. around around the edges. But I think that because they're so drastically changed, because when Louie and Hannah are done with their season, they are not in a good place, mm-hmm. and now they're dating. And Lyle and Kat are kind of leaning towards... Uh, yeah, I'll move in with you. You know, he said he said he was going to move in with her. <laughs> like the first ones, like Lyle did not move in with Kat, and he identifies as single. <laughs> I'm surprised they, they didn't. They have pulled a- up his dang Tinder. That was that <laughs> was like, Tinder? I was like <laughs> bravo. That was rough, man. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't uh, like have Ron Howard narration when he's like, "Yeah, we can move in together," and then he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Alas, it was not to be. Yeah. So, and- so, are you saying that like they're kind of setting up a third season where they drop the couples? No, I'm saying that if they did a third season, they would it would be confusing to see where they left off last season and then start up with <laughs> with Lyle essentially like filing like um restraining orders against Kat <laughs> and Louie and Hannah just being all hunky dory after But the, the truth whole... of the matter is with those four knuckleheads in another six months, it's going to all topsy-turvy again. Yeah, that's true. I th- yeah, I think that was either narrative setup or just kind of closing off loose ends so right. that people at least got a little bit more. But I don't know. I don't know. We don't know if there's going to be a season three. We haven't heard anything, right? So I, I hope I hope there is, if for no other reason, uh, than to hang out with you guys. I know. Oh. This podcast has been the best part of fun. this show. Yeah. 
<laughs> for me, for yes. me. And let us know if it, if it was the best part for you as well in the in the <laughs> comments and, and ratings on iTunes. But no, I I I, th- I could see a season three where it's focusing on those because honestly, Daniel and Haygood and you can always toss Brandon in there. Mm-hmm. They they have lasting uh, storylines past this. Do you, is there really anything? substantially interesting about the other ones. I mean, you could have them involved, but maybe maybe if you do have a third season of Southern Charm Savannah, you shift the the focus from relationships to what these characters are doing because that was something we talked about last week with Hey Good while we got to meet Alex, her boyfriend, mm-hmm. who she uh, hinted at last week. She kind of was almost like a, a, a single character where she, she wasn't beholden to some mm-hmm. relationship that was taking away time on the screen. It was all about kind of her creative endeavors. And maybe that's what they want to do with this this next season is let's watch what Daniel's going to do what, as he tries to find himself. And let's 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 see what Haygood's doing. As he is tries she- to find himself and make a baby with Hannah. And gonna, maybe find a T-shirt at times. I'm going to add to to your list of spinoffs, and yes. I think this is something that could be done in show. I say we follow Catherine around as she's stalking Lyle oh, yeah. and do kind of like a murder mystery kind of oh, yeah. thing, like a bad little bad boys, little, bad boys, yeah, a little what spooky, spooky following around somebody thing. I'd be interested yeah. in that, you know. But like I think that could be interesting. I think their story is even more interesting now that it's like Lyle is really pushing back. Because mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> they just have the whole season where yeah, she's just like she's like yeah, I'd love to hang out, but I'm hiding in the bushes outside his house right now. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> just like it shows a scene and then it cuts and it, you see her like duck down behind the window really quick. <laughs> As long as it can make it like thin blue line where it's just like and we have like little packaged interviews where she's like. I was I was outside that night, but I wasn't anywhere near the crime scene. <laughs> and then we make it a Savannah murder mystery where we're, everybody's talking in a very heightened accent. Yes. Like we have molasses in our mouths. Well, I swear, I did see her there with Louis that night. <laughs> oh, you got me nervous now, Catherine. <laughs> Has anybody seen Brandon? I haven't seen him around the house anytime soon. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There's there, there's our other spinoff idea, Savannah Murder Mystery. Somebody yeah. gets murdered at the beginning of, the, of season Call three. Call us, Andy Cohen. Yeah. Yeah, come on, bravo. Um, any 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 closing, you know, everlasting thoughts as we as we look away from, from the second season of uh, Southern Charm Savannah, possibly? Dearest listeners, people of America, anyone to whom these frequencies reach your eardrums, do not presume that men in Savannah are like Louie. I am just... Saying, I'm not saying that there are no men in Savannah like Louie, but the grand for the vast majority, you know, I know it's like a not all men kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I I don't know if I've ever seen anybody be quite so rude. Speaking as of was. speaking of uh, perceiving per, perceptions of Louie, uh, Nancy, you have some tweets that you should read. Oh yeah, we have some mean tweets that so, we were gonna I mean, read. We were gonna have Louie do we're it. We're gonna but. have Louie read them, but I'm sorry, somebody. <laughs> sorry, listeners. Um. <laughs> Let's see. At uh, Malia tweeted, Ugh, Louie, really? You just now realizing that you were a total asshole? I guess better late than never. <laughs> Hashtag Southern Charm Savannah. And at Heart Bravo FI tweeted, What kind of man is on a reality TV show and says hateful things about his girlfriend? I think the way Louie behaved was the worst. Right now, Catherine is a saint after last season compared to Louie. At Hannah O. Pearson, find a man who wants to choose you. <laughs> um, Preach it. And at Minnesota Megs said, Louis said he was going to go f- the sh- out of a hoe, but did he? This is where the game of telephone gets dangerous. 
Hashtag Southern Charm Savannah. A, a note on that. There is like verifiable video evidence that the man says it and still he's just like, I never said that, Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> like at the, on the boat You're so party. negative. Why are you talking about hooker? Well, I mean, hooker and hoe. I mean, again, they should have had semantics, like, but come they should have brought like, a, they should have brought like a TV out and, and like played it, and then he just watches the scene, and he was just like, oh. I want to say, are you Spank well? News. Are you well? Do you not remember? Was this like drug induced? Anyway, I really would have liked to have asked him about it, but me too. Oh well. He, maybe he's busy, you know, working on his relationship with Hannah. Like, they're just having a nice little... I hope so. Maybe he's doing some sock sock work. Working, yes. Working some socks, you know? Um, here's, one, here's one more, and this is a shout-out for our buddy Brandon. At Reality TV Bliss tweeted, These men on Southern Charm Savannah have no class or manners when it comes to women. Brandon can teach them a thing or two. Ain't that right? Mm-hmm. And Brandon could teach us all the things. I, I agree in if, so many ways. If there's anyone listening who has not gone back and listened to the Brandon episode, I recommend it. It's it was real good. I enjoyed yeah, that one. He was a joy. We, mm-hmm. he, we, we, he should have replaced Louis here also. Mm-hmm. Brandon, come on. Probably would have. Probably would have. Yeah, we 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 needed like a call in or something. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, guys, I don't know what else to say. We got we got stood up by Louis, which doesn't seem like we're the only people who have suffered that fate. Yeah. But we have soldiered on and, and, and made it through this season of Southern Charm Savannah. It's been a pleasure. Bless their hearts. Hopefully we can come back for a third season just for the sake of doing this podcast. But if not, thank you guys for listening and we have appreciated and enjoyed every second of it so far. Thanks, guys. Thank you. After this season of Southern Charm Savannah's podcast, Bless Their Hearts, Will went home and continued playing video games and doing his regular job. Following the final podcast of Bless Their Hearts, Nancy took a trip to the UK where she was on the hunt for Southern Charmers of the British variety. Following that, she started a new podcast with her best friend called Too Much, Never Enough. Following the final episode of Bless Their Hearts, Southern Charm Savannah podcast, Zach finally got that VIP treatment and went to the Low Country Brunch Festival, where he enjoyed the true VIP treatment.